Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a place where sharing God's word with the next generation in your circle of influence can be simple, easy, and fun. We know that intentionally teaching children about God and the relevancy of His word will be a game changer in their homes, schools, and communities. This podcast is a ministry of Bible to School, the experts in engaging children with the Word of God. Together, we will make sure you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast. I'm your host, Corey Pennypecker, and this is episode 39. Don't you just love the spring weather that's happening right now? with the flowers bursting through the soil. And of course, it's Easter time. Since this week is the week of celebrating the ultimate good news of Jesus' resurrection for believers everywhere, I have a question for you. Do you know how to explain why we celebrate Easter to kids in your life? That's what we're gonna talk about today with my good friend and Bible to School teammate, Meredith Steidler. We'll be discussing simple, easy ways to share the true meaning of Easter and why we celebrate. This is our favorite lesson of all time at Bible to School because we actually share it all year long. You don't want to miss all the resources that we talk about. So go to our website at BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com for our show notes and to download our new Bible to School at-home resources. Go ahead and share with your friends. And while you're there on our website, don't forget to click on our blog. Let's join the conversation now with Meredith. Well, welcome, Meredith, to the You Can Tell the Children podcast. We are so happy to have you. Hi, Corey. Thanks so much. I'm so glad to be here. Well, now, Meredith, you are not only part of the Bible to School team, you also have classes that you teach as well in your school district. And we want to talk about Easter today. Awesome. Yes, yes, absolutely. We're ready to do that. But first, I want you to introduce yourself to our listeners today. Sure, I'd love to. I've been married to my husband, Calvin, for 15 years, coming up this July. We have three precious kiddos, ages 9, 11, and 13, my favorite ages so far. (laughs) I currently have a third grader in our local Bible to School program, and my fifth grader has been through the program as well. So that's wow. pretty cool. Yeah. That's and great. this is the fifth year I have been involved with Bible to School. And I also work on the side with a financial advisory firm part time. You're busy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I love it. It's a season. I also had a season where I was a stay at home mom. So it's just a little different now, but I'm embracing it and loving it. And I've actually recently started helping with this very podcast. So that's right. For our listeners who don't know, Meredith's voice is at the very beginning of every podcast. So we're so thankful to her for doing that. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> well, Meredith, today we know that most kids that we teach at Bible school, you can attest to this, don't know who Jesus is. And many of our, our kids, our grandkids, the, the kids around us in our neighborhood, they don't know who Jesus is, let alone what Easter is. Yeah. So Jesus' resurrection, they don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about like, what are ways we can talk about Easter to kids? It seems like a kind of complicated thing. But the other thing that I noticed too with Easter is that it can be a difficult story for kids to grasp, like especially the crucifixion. Yeah. You know, mm. and, and then like, how do we recommend to parents or, or grandparents or Sunday school teachers or aunts and uncles, like how to tell the story 
to young kids? Can Mm. you start us off with a big question? Man, those are a lot of big questions. And I'm with you. I mean, even as a young child growing up in a Christian home, I got confused between Christmas and Easter. Mm -hmm. When did Jesus die? And when was he born? And when I just couldn't get it all straight. Mm -hmm. So yeah, for those who don't know who Jesus is at all, you can imagine this is kind of tricky. It's, It's not all perfectly clear. My first recommendation would be just hitting the basics of the Easter story. I mean, you can say that God sent his only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our bad choices, which is also called sin. And then on the third day, he came back to life. Mm. He did this so that we can live with him forever in heaven. That's right. That's very simple, just simple gospel story. And then you can like unpeel the layers, you know, the the layers of the onion and, and they have questions just keeping it simple. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's that, you know, we're, we are sinners. We do make bad choices. Constantly. I make bad choices every day, yeah. you know, and talking oh, yeah. to kids that way. But also that everybody dies. That's what life is. And even flowers die and plants die and, you know, mm-hmm. pets can die too. And But yet there's life, eternal life. And Jesus has that. Amen. Wouldn't that yeah. be cool to, to live with God forever? I mean, you just yeah. kind of paint that picture. Oh, yeah. And that good news. I mean, that is good news. Oh, yeah. Well, and even if your kids are a bit older, you can give more details according to age appropriateness. Obviously, you can figure that out. Talking about how sin entered the world, for example, that's a great way to introduce our need for a savior. Mm. You wouldn't tell a preschooler all that, but mm. maybe your second or third grader would be ready for a little bit more like mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. So kind of what I'm hearing you say is kind of bringing the other Bible stories in to kind of support the story of Easter. You oh, know? yeah. You can start all the way at Genesis and explaining how sin did indeed destroy the world. And it started with Adam. So what when you hear children that you deal with, that you teach, what are the reactions like when they first hear about why Jesus died? Well, often it's one of shock and disbelief. You know, yeah. why would someone who has done absolutely nothing wrong have to die? Mm -hmm. Why were people mean to him? Why would they want to kill him? The questions definitely come. Wow. And so how would you recommend talking about that? I mean, a child's hearing this for the first time. What are the next steps? Again, answering these questions as simply as possible is always best. If they want to know why Jesus was hung on the cross, you can tell them that this was God's plan to solve the problem of sin in the world. It's a tricky concept to grasp at a young age, but tying this all into the love of God plants seeds in these young minds, which you can continue to water as they grow in understanding. So telling these kiddos that God loved us so much that he sent his only son to die for us. I mean, most people have heard this a million times, but it's a great starting point, especially Mm -hmm. for those who haven't heard it. So like in Bible to school, we use something called the CBAs to introduce salvation. Yeah. Tell us about the CBAs, Meredith. Yeah. So CBAs is an acronym. C stands for confess. B is believe. And A is ask. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have the cross in front of me. It's a really cute fold up cross. And it leads the kids through this plan of salvation. Again, it's not that asking Jesus into our hearts is a formula. It's not that at all. But kids need direction. And they want to know, how can I be in heaven with Jesus forever? And the CBAs, which is a great resource and is available on the Bible to School website, by the way, it's a great starting point. And it's something that seeps deep into their hearts as they hear it over and over again, so that when they need it, they can pull from it. Yeah, that's a simple way to do that. Absolutely. The funny thing is that kids are interested in different things. They're interested, some are in sports, some are in entertainment. They like to go to movies or things. And I love, I have seen this before. 
where there's tickets for a movie and you have kids, you know, everybody gets a ticket. They all go in, but then there's there's not enough tickets left for everybody. And it's like, well, Jesus paid the price for you to get into heaven. So there's that ticket. Mm-hmm. And he paid that price with his life being on the cross. But Easter is a celebration of after three days, he rose from the dead. Can mm-hmm. you imagine the new life coming out of the grave? And they get excited about that. Like, oh, wow, he paid for my sin and he paid for my way into heaven. Mm-hmm. So those are sometimes you can... You can use exactly what they're interested in to try to get that concept across of Jesus paying the price. Not necessarily concentrating on the death part, because that's kind of scary to children, but that paying the price part. And Mm. they understand that more, I think. Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to School kids. Did Jesus have to die or did he choose to? The answer to this question is both. And the reasoning lies in Jesus's nature. Jesus is both fully God and fully human. Because of this, Jesus is the only acceptable sacrifice for our sins. Because he is God, he is without sin. And because he is human, he can be a true sacrifice for us. His choice to die for us also lies in his divine nature. Because he is God, he would always choose to act in perfect harmony with God's will. And it was God's will that a perfect sacrifice be given for the forgiveness of sins. It's amazing to think of what God has done for us. I'm going to talk about the elephant in the room or the bunny in the room. um, About Who wants to talk about, they always want to talk about the Easter bunny. I mean, culture just kind of pours it on, don't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great question. It's another reason why I'm a huge fan of introducing what you call the resurrection eggs. Probably a lot of our, our listeners have heard of these. But our kids may just think of those eggs telling the story of Jesus before they think of jelly beans and bunnies. If we Mm -hmm. introduce it at a young enough age, I've started this with my kids when they were preschool age. You can find resurrection eggs on Amazon. You can make your own, check out Pinterest, do it yourself. But it's super cool. Well, can you explain for those of us who don't know what resurrection eggs are? Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the best ways to introduce Easter is to start the week before by using resurrection eggs. So we've done this in our house since the days of preschool, and the kids still enjoy it now. So you can either find a set of these on Amazon or make your own. Second grade Bible to school uses something like this for their Easter lesson, too. So it's hands-on, simple, and memorable. You tell the story of Easter, for example, starting on Tuesday, and then ending on Easter Sunday, you would have the last egg. And then each day in between, your child will open an egg that tells a part of the Easter story and has an object included in the egg to help them remember that day's event. Mm-hmm. An example would be opening up egg number one to find a donkey and the scripture from Matthew 21 that tells us that Jesus entered Jerusalem on a donkey. I so, love that, that hands-on stuff. Yeah, yeah. So this is a great way to start conversations about the whole story of Jesus and Easter. Excellent. Yes, I've seen that used and we use that at Bible to School too. But it's a hands-on way to engages kids. If you have a group of kids, everybody, get, can, you can do it all in one story. You don't have to do it over a couple of days. Each kid has a different egg that they get to open and they're dying to open that egg. So absolutely. And in relating them too with cultural things. Have, have you thought about that and how they how we relate the story of Jesus and even spring to um, Easter? Yeah. I mean, honestly, chicks, bunnies, and candies are all a fun part of Easter, and many families do enjoy these traditions. So I think it is good to embrace 
certain cultural traditions too. Especially chocolate. Oh my word. <laughs> that is, Absolutely. That's definitely important. Chocolate bunnies. Um, <laughs> one beautiful way to tie in the Easter egg is to explain that since the purpose of an egg is to hold new life, the egg has become a symbol of new life. Mm. So at Easter, we celebrate the new life we have in Jesus because of what he did for us on the cross. Very nice. I like that. I like that a lot. Now you you have something that you love that we do at Bible to School that is part of one of the lessons. And it has to do with an airplane mm-hmm. or a rocket or a cross. Tell us about that. I'm so glad you asked that, Corey, because it truly is one of my favorite Bible to School lessons. And it also reminds me to talk about one of my favorite parts of the Easter story. So just a little information on this. This is a third grade lesson in Bible to School that we are teaching the kids about why Jesus died. So a visual is used to get the point across. So the teacher starts with a paper airplane and asks, how far do you think you could go in this airplane? Could that take you to heaven? And then when the kids answer no, the teacher states, maybe we need something more powerful and then tears the airplane in such a way that it makes it look like a rocket. The teacher then asks, how far can we go in a rocket? Could that take us to heaven? As the kids begin to catch on, the teacher says one more time, Maybe we need something even more powerful. Then the teacher slides a finger up the back of the rocket to pop out a cross Mm. and explains that Jesus said he is the resurrection and the life. It is only through believing in Jesus that we can be in heaven with him. Mm. So it's really powerful. The teacher then goes on to explain how Jesus died on a cross and that this was one of the worst forms of punishment in that day for the worst of criminals. Yet Jesus was not a criminal. He never once sinned. He hung on that cross as our substitute. Yes. He died for our bad choices, our sins. So when we believe and accept that he died on that cross for our sins and ask him to forgive us, he takes those sins away and we can be in heaven with him and have life forever. So are you ready for the best part of this visual? Yeah, let me hear. Okay, okay. (laughs) The scraps left over from the original airplane spell out the word life. Oh, wow. So just as John 10, 10 tells us, Jesus came that we may have life and have it to the fullest. Wow. Pulling scripture all the way through that, that is amazing. And visual. I'm a visual person. So kids, they like hands-on and visual things. So that would be perfect to tell it that way. It's such a powerful illustration of how nothing we do here on earth is good enough to get us into heaven. Just like no amount of power from an airplane or rocket can propel us into heaven. No amount of good things we do or say can get us there. Yeah. And again, that's countercultural, right? Oh, even in the Christian churches. Yeah. It's like we hear it, but we don't believe it. Yeah. We still think we got to earn our way there. And the whole point of Easter is that he's the one that took everything on him. Yeah. So we don't have to. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So good. Yeah, exactly. And so mm-hmm. this just, I love that we're able to take this national holiday, if you will, and turn it into something so basic for children and, and simple for children that, mm-hmm. hey, this is new life. Yeah. And again, going back to the age appropriateness, like you can tag on here. So if you're a listener and you've got teens or preteens, you can tell them the story with the airplane rocket and cross and add in there the story about the thief on the cross from Luke 23, Mm. where Jesus dialogues with two thieves who are dying with him that day. This Mm -hmm. is the perfect example of God's love and mercy for everyone who believes. 
That thief didn't do an ounce of good in his whole life. But because he acknowledged who Jesus was and placed his faith in him, Jesus affirmed he would be in heaven with him. Yeah. That is powerful truth right there. Excellent. Yeah. Because we have all age kids that might be listening. So we want to make sure we cover them all. Absolutely. Great. Great. Well, we have to wrap up now, Meredith. And I agree with you. Easter is one of those holidays that people are like, what is this again? You know, because there's so much much going on with the getting outside and spring and bunnies and, and eggs and, you know, all the fun and festivities, just like Christmas. There's so much going on, but at its root, this is about Jesus. And if you even just get that message across to kids, you're doing really well. So, yeah. <laughs> so can you end us in prayer, especially praying for our listeners, especially those who are going to be talking to their children intentionally and their grandchildren or their nieces or their nephews or even neighborhood kids, you know, they, they want to do this. They want to talk about Jesus's resurrection and his life. And, uh, it might feel kind of awkward a little bit, but let's pray over that so that they can say the perfect words. What do you think? Yep. So father God, thank you. Thank you so much for just being our good, good father. Thank you that the message of salvation is simple and it's for everyone to hear and believe. What an amazing gift to be able to teach our children and friends and neighbors about this good news of Jesus in creative ways, especially over Easter. God, I ask that each person listening to this podcast would receive an extra anointing of your love, joy, and creativity. I pray you would give them lots of opportunities to talk about Jesus's life, death, and resurrection this Easter. And I ask that you would fan into flame each little ear that takes part in these conversations. Thank you so much for the ways you're going to move. We trust in you and we believe in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Meredith. Thank you, Corey. Well, I don't know about you, but I definitely want to be making sure this Easter, all the kids in my life know without a shadow of a doubt that Easter is a celebration of Jesus rising from the dead on the third day, conquering death so we could be with him in heaven someday. And that is worth celebrating. So please make sure you check out our show notes at our website, BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com. You can download all the free resources we have to help make it simple, easy, and fun to experience Easter with your kids and focus on Jesus. From all of us here at You Can Tell the Children and Bible to School, have a wonderful Easter holiday celebrating our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Till next time, remember, you can tell the children about the love of Jesus.